So the Gemara Menachas Daf Lamed Vav is trying to figure out which hand should you put your tefillin on. The pasuk tells us, "Ugshartam laois ayodecha." You should tie them on your hand. Which hand? So if you would ask me, I would say, you know, in, in Yiddishkeit we always try to do things with our right hand. So if I have to tie something, I should probably tie it with my right hand, and that would be my svara. But let's see what the Gemara says before we get to what, what I say. Um, the Gemara says a few things. The Gemara says first of all. That it says yadcha, so we learn out yad keha, your weak hand. That means you should, you should tie it onto your weak hand, which means your left hand. If you're a righty, if you're a lefty, so it would be your right hand. The Gemara also says that the pasuk says ukshartem uchsaftam. It's it's said in in the same pasuk, so uchsaftam would be whatever you write with. That's the hand you should use to do the kishir, do do the tying. Additionally. That stam, whenever the, the Torah refers to the right hand, it usually uses uh, yeminoi or yemincha. When it uses the word yad, that sounds like it's the left hand. So that would be another indication that ukshartem lois ayadecha is uh, talking about your left hand. And uh, and finally, the Mordechai, this is not brought in the Gemara, the Mordechai says that we know that tefillin shel yad have to be connected your your lave next to your heart. Um, so... The left hand is closer to your heart than your right hand. Most people have their, their heart, unless you're born with a, it's an irregularity to have the heart on the right side of the body. So, therefore, you should have tefillin on your, on your left hand. I mentioned yesterday, and this is the Pesach of the Mishaburah, although it is a Machlaikas, if someone trained himself to be a lefty or to be a righty, meaning he was born naturally a righty and his parents wanted him to be a lefty in order to make someone's uh, bullpen in Major League Baseball or... The opposite. If someone was born a lefty and his parents were, I don't know, Hungarian or, or old European style, where they would they would they would think that lefties were something wrong with them. By Kahanim, there is a mum of being a lefty. So let's say they they forced them to be a righty. They tied their left hand behind you know behind their back, or they forced them to eat with their right hand. But and over time they became a righty. So the Mishabur says that is called a halachic righty, or the other case for the bullpen, the lefty pitcher that would be a halachic lefty, and that's he would he would use that hand to to, to tie tefillin onto his weaker hand because now he's considered a lefty. There are those that argue, but let's leave it as, and that would be the, that's the classic Pesach Halacha. There's another Shiloh, which the Mishabur says that everybody should agree to this, that let's say someone was originally a righty, but then Loyalenu, they got injured, they were in an accident, and their right hand is no longer functioning as it used to be, and now their left hand is stronger. So now the Mishabur says everyone should agree that your right hand became Yad Kea, your right hand is now your weaker hand, and you should put tefillin on your right hand and switch midlife. Midlife, basically, someone was always wearing tefillin on his left hand, but he was in a car accident or something, and became paralyzed on his, on his right side of his body, so now his tefillin should be put on the other arm. That's the halacha uh, found in the Bir Halacha, and that's the... the Conventional psak. Again, there are those that argue on this whole discussion of switching, of, of uh, someone was born naturally righty and switches later on. So, if someone is in a situation, so they should definitely speak with a paisik. There's a very interesting question. Let's say someone does both, meaning they're they're a right-handed pitcher and they, they hit with the left hand. But that's just the example I would give. But a halachic example would be, let's say someone writes with their left hand, but they do everything else with their right hand. So now we have to go back to the Gemara. What, which one is the Iker Limud? Is the, is the primary source for using for tying your tefillin on your left hand based on Yad Kea, your weaker hand? So then I would, I would go with whatever you primarily use your hand. So if you use your right hand to pitch, you use your right hand to eat, to do everything, to... to, to to build everything, your right hand is your stronger hand, but 
for some reason you taught yourself to write with your left hand, so then I would say, well, Yadkeya is your left hand, that's your weaker hand. But if it's all about Ukshartem Ukshaftam, it's all about whichever hand you write with. That's the hand that you should do the Kshira with. So even though someone is, is naturally a righty, but because he writes with his left hand, so now maybe he should put, he should put Tefillin on his right hand. So this is Machlaikas. This is brought down in Taisvis. Taisvis brings down two days in Shulchanar. The Shulchanar brings down two opinions, which one is more important. However, his second, whenever the Shulchanar says uh, a yesh for yesh, so usually he goes with the second yesh, Aymrim. And in his opinion, the Iker, the primary, your, your the primary drusha would be the Ukshartim Muchsaftam. And if you write with your left hand, you should put Tzfilin on your right hand. That's the Psak of the Shulchanar. However, the Gra argues, and the Aruch HaShulchan argues, and says the minute was always like the Gra, that if someone writes with his left hand, it doesn't make a difference. If everything is done with the right hand, you will put Tzfilin on your left hand. So how do we Paschim? It's a, it's a serious suffix in Halacha. One should definitely speak with a Paisik. But there is a Pshara, which many of the uh, the Mikubalim and the Svardim say, the Ben Ishchai, I saw, and the Kafachayim, that let's say, let's say we're dealing with, with a specific case, that you're, you, you, you do everything with your right hand, but you only write with your left hand. So then, if you have a suffix, you might as well choose to put Tzvillin on your left hand. Why? Because anyways, Stam... Stam Pasuk in the Torah is... Stam Yad in the Torah is talking about your left hand. And Yamin is the right hand. Additionally, you have the Mordechai's opinion that you should always... that Tefillin should be on the left hand based on Alav Avecha. So I have numerous reasons why it should anyways be on the left hand beyond the Gshartam and beyond the Yad Kea. Additionally, that's most of Klai, so it puts it on the left hand. So anytime there's a suffix, meaning someone uses their hands for both, the error on the side of caution would be to put the tefillin on the left hand. So that's where I saw some of the Paiskin, the Ben Ishai and the Kafachayim, they do that. And additionally, the Aruch HaShulchan does say, if someone, let's say, uh, only writes with their left hand, but everything else with their right hand, the Aruch HaShulchan says, anyway, we Paiskin, like the first opinion in, in, in the Shulchan Aruch, not the second opinion. But again, if, when someone, if someone's uh, turning by mitzvah or becoming, uh, becoming dati, becoming from, and they want to now put on tefillin. They're trying to figure out are they a righty or they are lefty. They should definitely speak with a paisik if they use you know different hands for different activities. So that would be something to speak with a paisik. But that's the basic uh, psak. Okay, so let's move on. the uh, The mission on Erechin tells us that the mission Erechin goes through what everyone's chayivin, and, and the Gemara tells says hakol chayivin bitfillin. Everyone is chayivin tefillin. So for the Gemara, who's it coming to include? Of course, everyone's chayivin tefillin. So the Gemara says it's coming to include kahanim. That kahanim cannot put on tefillin shayad, and they can only wear tefillin shalraish. So they're they're chayiv to put on tefillin shalraish. Meaning, I would I would say maybe you need to put on both in order to be yaitzah. So we're learning out from the Gemara. From the Mishnah, Hakochayavim B'Tfilin, that even if you only have Tfilin Shalraish, even if you're only able to put on Tfilin Shalraish, that's what you should wear, even though you're not wearing Tfilin Shalyad. So hold on a second. Why can't Kahanim put on Tfilin Shalyad? So the Gemara says, because when it comes to the Big Day Kahuna, the clothing that the Kahanim wore, the Torah says that it should be Abbas Sarai, it should be on his flesh, and that means the, the, the shirt had to be skin tight on the flesh of the Kahanim. So obviously you couldn't put, you, you, you weren't wearing tefillin on your arm. So freight, so freight, uh, Akash, I'll ask you a question. So why couldn't you put tefillin on top of the baguette? So put tefillin on top of the shirt, right? I know the shirt has to be, the the mill has to be on the, on the, uh, on the skin of the Kahanim, but let me put tefillin on top of it. So what's the answer? 
so there's two possible answers. One answer would be it's a problem of chatzitza, that you have a chatzitza between your tefillin shalyad and your and the and the arm of the kain. See, anyways, you're not you're not wearing tefillin. So what's the point of putting it on? So that's why the kahanim did not wear tefillin shalyad because by putting it on, it will be a chatzitza anyways between the tefillin and their and their and their arm. So that's why they didn't wear it. That's one opinion. That's the opinion of the rush, and that, that there's a problem of chatzitza. Now, where's what's the source for it being there being a problem of chatzitza? So the rush says, well. We know that Abbasarai is said by the Big Tekahuna. So Ayadacha means Ayadacha Mamish. When it comes to the to Tfilin, it has to be Mamish on your on your arm. Now the Rashba is bothered by this. He doesn't he didn't he doesn't uh he's not directed at the Rush, but he's bothered by this that how do you have a there's no pasuk there's no drasha you made up your own drasha the gemara doesn't bring a drasha the ayadecha means ayadecha mamish abasari means abasari mamish but how could you have a reshine the rush making his own drasha and therefore the rush says that's not the pshat in why the kahanam did not wear tefillin shayad he says there's no problem of chatzitza there's no issue of chatzitza so why in fact did the kahanam not wear tefillin shayad so he says the different pasuk the pasuk says in the gemara that. It says, It should be for you, for an ice, that your tefillin shayad should be an ice for you. And we learn out, And it shouldn't be an ice for a cherem. It means your tefillin shayad should be covered. The tefillin shayad is everybody should see. So tefillin shayad should be megula, should be exposed. But tefillin shayad cannot be exposed. So if the kahanim if the, if the kahan would wear tefillin on top of their shirts, so it would be exposed and... That's not how one should be yoyed to the tefillin, tefillin shayat, and therefore that's why the kahanam did not wear it. So that brings to mind another just quick point before we, we'll get back to the issue of chatzitza tomorrow, wearing casts, uh, if, I'm sorry, wearing tefillin on top of a cast. If someone has a, uh, has a toupee, is that a chatzitza? We'll get to uh, long hair. Maybe that's a problem. We'll get to that tomorrow, Mr. Shem. But just quickly, when we, when we mentioned this concept of so the Ramah says it's not ma'akev, meaning a person does not have to cover his tefillin shayat, although many people have a minute to, to cover it with a sleeve. There's also a minute, but he says Namakev, but the Mishabur says it's taif. It's definitely better to cover it because you're being you're fulfilling this drasha of and that's why people put their jacket on top of it, their sleeve on top of it, and often they actually do use a tefillin box. There's a small little cardboard box, plastic box, that people put on top of their tefillin, so perhaps that helps that it should be Now, one of the reasons why they do, they do use a box, where people have, have used a box is because if you don't use a box and you're a, a little a slip-on box, so your tefillin might get ruined. The, the, the corners of the tefillin might get ruined. The, um, the corners might rip your sleeve. So by having a box, it is definitely better. There's something, there's a new uh, item on the market. It is called Kisuyad. It's a much smaller box. It only covers the corners. It's much uh, much smaller than your classic tefillin uh, cover. And people have asked, is that any, is anything wrong with that? So the truth is, it's actually better than the old boxes. Now, not to be a mighty laz. Anyone has the old boxes and there's no problem with it. But there happens to be a Gemara Sanhedrin. The Gemara Sanhedrin tells us that the uh, that you're not supposed to put anything on top of your tefillin. So. How do you have your tefillin? Your tefillin should see the avir. So it's very interesting. How do you have, how do you have your tefillin seeing the avir, but you, but having having but by covering it So it sounds like you were not able to put something on top of it that would actually like cover that that part of the tefillin, like putting on an extra piece of leather or a strap. So Tysus has a few answers to what exactly we do, and he says that 
perhaps the only issue would be if perhaps sorry perhaps the only issue is Tfon Shareish not Tfon Shayad that's one of the uh, Terutzim of, of Taisvis additionally Taisvis says if you could remove it if you could move it uh, if it's easily if it's easily removed, so there's no problem. The only problem would be a permanent covering on your tefillin shayad. And the third thing he says is they shouldn't cover the whole thing. So that's why our tefillin uh, plastic or cardboard boxes usually have a, a hole on top. So the entire tefillin is not being covered. Um, so that's the uh, that's the classic approach that people have. So these kisuyad helps that it doesn't cover. It, it actually exposes most of the tefillin, and it doesn't fall off. Most uh, you go to go to a typical shul where everyone's putting on tefillin. There's always someone who's always dropping his his cardboard box on the floor, and everyone's busy running over it to pick it up. So the new kisuyad actually helps with that. One is definitely not chayv to to to, uh, to purchase one, but it's definitely a uh, a nice innovation. And uh, there's nothing halachically wrong with it. Okay, tomorrow we'll talk about uh, chatzitza issues. If someone has wet hair, is that a chatzitza with the water? If someone uh, has a cast, a bandage, we'll get to that in Mertashem tomorrow.